You are now listening to Pursuit Cast, the official podcast of Pursuit NYC. May it be an encouragement to you today and stir your soul for revival. Well, welcome everybody to another podcast. It's been a while, but we are finally back, and I am super honored and privileged to have just a hero of mine, a mentor, a spiritual father, someone who's just been one of my biggest encouragers and, and challengers of to just go after it with God and the first podcast of the new year as well. And it's an honor to introduce to you Pastor Eric Peoples. Hey, Pastor Eric. Hey, it's great to be here, Sam. What an honor to just be a part of this amazing uh, journey of encouraging the people of God to greatness. Awesome. Thank you for um, taking time out of your weekend to be with us here this afternoon. Um, if you could just share with those people who are listening just a little bit about who you are and just so they have an idea of all, all that you are and do for the kingdom. Okay. Wow. <laughs> well, let's see. I've been involved in, um, well, let's see. I've been married 25 years. Uh, we've, got a, we've got some beautiful children who love God, a 21-year-old, an 18-year-old, and a 15-year-old, and wow. <laughs> um, awesome wife who's, who's after it, who doesn't just uh, support me, but she is uh, in pursuit of her uh, destiny, and we are just in agreement and uh, aligned, which means it's, it's joy, a joy-filled uh, run. I've uh, been involved in ministry now for uh, 20 plus years. It's been uh, a great, great adventure. Um, traveled the world, been to 27 nations, brought just about a thousand people on missions trips. It's been pretty, awesome. pretty cool, pretty cool ride. And now most recently in the past year, uh, we have launched out uh, pioneering Planting Legacy Church in Farmington, Connecticut. So awesome. yeah, it's been a pretty crazy run. I, I was one of those thousands that uh, he took <laughs> on mission. So, yes. but yeah, I mean, tell us about your journey this past year. I mean, just a lot of excitement, a lot that God's doing with, with your church. But maybe even start off with where you got the name Legacy Church. I mean, it's a sick name. <laughs> Legacy uh, was really a, a was a um, was a, a word that was a from a prophetic word we got that um, we would be a part of the legacy of generations. Mm -hmm. And so we understood that to just to really be, instead of an aha, you know, surprise, like, wow. That's, it was really an amen to what we've been doing. Mm, uh, working with um, young people for, you know, again, as a youth pastor for 19 years, you, you get to see the, uh, the graduations, the proms, the, the baby dedications, doing the weddings. I've been a, I've been a, yeah. a best man in weddings, man. Just, you know, it's, it's pretty crazy. But um, for us, it's cumulative. You know, it, it was it was it was a now it was a now next season for us. Uh, and for Legacy Church, we had uh, been in a place where we were learning, growing, developing. Uh, under recognizing global expressions, we traveled the nations, bring teams. But the Lord really spoke to us that it was time to to trust Him in a new way. And uh, again, we had a prophetic word that really just um, confirmed what yeah. we had been really uh, hearing from heaven that it was time for a new adventure in God. And uh, we had been trained, and we had uh, the we had the 
we, I, the foundation for the Lord to build what he wanted to build. And so I would say Legacy Church, really, the launching pad for us was uh, the attitude of, it's all yours, Lord. Stewardship mm. versus ownership. And that's one of the things I think that's really um, been a hallmark in this journey of stewardship, where we've seen the goodness of God, the favor of God released. Um, you know, and so last March, we had, uh, you know, hands laid on us and we stepped out, nice. stepped out of the boat. Nice. And uh, we, have, uh, we have experienced the grace of God and uh, kept our eyes on Jesus. Amen. What's, what's kind of your heart and vision um, for, for the church and, and well, as you move forward? Yeah, I mean, I mean, one of the things we put on our on our on our website, legacychurchct.org, you can check it out. <laughs> but it's one of it's really cool where we uh, a heart for being uh, the cross generational, uh, cross cultural, and cross relational. Uh, in its simplest form, cross generational is every generation has a seat at the table. Mm. They have a voice. There's something dynamic and prophetic that's coming through them. And so from young to old, it is the joy of us being able to um, partner in this journey of discovery, of destiny, of, of clarity of assignment. And then looking at the, the cross-cultural piece, it's every tongue and every tribe yeah. where we, we have that in, in the house already where we're, we have a, uh, recognized that, uh, you know, the nations are, he said, ask of me and I'll give the nations to you as an inheritance. So we recognize that as an inheritance, uh, just locally, regionally, globally. And the last piece I think is the, is the cross-relational piece. We recognize that we have an assignment in our region, in our state, in the world. And so we have no problem. We're not in competition with That's anybody. Right. We right. want to partner. And we understand that, I, I believe, I, I heard it said, that if you wrestle with jealousy, it's because you haven't been clear on your destiny. Mm, that's good. And so that's, that's a, I think the, that's the foundation. So that's the three legs on the stool of who Legacy Church is uh, and, and why we do what we do. Awesome. What would you say have been some of the challenges that you've had to hurdle just in pursuing this, even, I guess, waiting for the green light from the Lord and just moving forward, like, what are some things you've learned just with your hands in the ground? <laughs> um, I think the I think the number one uh, for me is recognition uh, as a son mm. that I don't I, I live from victory uh, as opposed to for victory. That's good. And uh, that what, what that means is is that you know on our greatest day in in our pursuit for the Lord is deep cries out the deep. It's, it's the reality is that as we draw near to him, he draws near to us, that we are, he's the author and finisher of our faith. And so what that has brought built into my heart and our perspective as a family, as a church family, as a, as a being married to my, uh, you know, where it's his. Lord, we, you've called us to stewardship, not ownership. And so stewardship means is that it makes me aware that it's something I'm entrusted with, my life, my time, my energy. Um, it's still it's, it's no longer I to live but Christ that lives in me that mm. divine transaction it says uh, of surrender and abandonment don't freak me out yeah. as much as I go okay all right and, and so it's it ends, ends up the, the pressure's off the the, 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 the ride becomes uh, when it's bumpy I'm not reaching for the steering wheel mm, that's good uh, so I, I, I was, yeah I don't know if that answers. I think it might have answered a part of what. Yeah, you asked no. I mean, me. I, th I think it's good because I think it tells everyone who's listening that 
it's a daily thing that you yes. got to put yourself in, that mm -hmm. you position yourself to remind yourself of truth. And, and it's not like one time thing and then you never have to struggle or you never have to, you know, control your, you know, mm -hmm. your, your own temptations or, or, or doubt and stuff like that. But it's a daily thing where you position yourself and you declare truth. I think it comes down to a, you know, love issue for me, just being, I'm loved and, and he, you know, um, I'm loved and I love him. And so then, uh, you know, you know, I, I've been living in John 15, you know, and there are different things that have just along this journey where I can, you know, when I look in the rearview mirror of God's faithfulness, I can see, oh man, you're, that's okay. If you, if, you know, here's a, here's an example. Yeah. It's kind of funny, but for 14 months, I read the book of James every day. Mm. I, by, so, you know, Bible college, grad school, the whole deal, been through it, you know, by six months after reading James every day, in this, like, in, in Lord going, no, no, we're, we're, we're staying in James today. Um, uh, you know, first, you know, preacher, you're looking, okay, where's the message? Okay, we're, after six months, I'm going, is there something wrong with me? Like, maybe <laughs> I have an issue, okay? Uh, if anyone lacks wisdom, you should ask. I lack wisdom, Lord, help. count all joy, try my faith. It's literally, and I'm looking, I'm like, what? You know, at 14 months into this thing, I'm like, what is the deal? Yeah. But what we don't realize is, is that, you know, oftentimes, the test is, will we do what he says? Mm. Can we rest in the reality that, like Jesus says, I simply do what I see the Father saying do, yeah. and that's enough. Mm. The, so the scorecard, score, not a scorecard of heaven, it's like this, you know, this is, you know, Jesus heard from the Father. This is my son in whom I'm well pleased before he did anything. Can we, can I? That's been the, the, that's been the wrestling match. That's, yeah. the, that's the, you know, the takedown move is when I try to get in control, it, doesn't, it just doesn't work. And, and I think the, the reality is I look in the rearview mirrors, I look forward, the test is on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Will I simply say... Lord, I'm all yours. I just, what, what do you? And so I, I've, 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 my prayer life is, is grown. It's gotten deeper. Yeah. It's gotten wider. I, I, I'm, but it's not because I'm, I'm afraid. Yeah. I'm excited about it. I, I'm, I'm, I just, uh, have, I have expectation on a daily basis. Mm, that's good. Um, I guess my next question would be just in going with what we're talking about here, where, you know, I've known you for years now. You, ha you. You obviously know how to hear from God, and, and you have the courage to do it, and, and just the prophetic gift and insight. Mm -hmm. For the people that are listening, you know, how do you hone and, and develop learning how to hear from God? You know, like what what are some things that help have helped you in your walk with the Lord to kind of hone in and, and develop hearing His voice? You know, I think one of the things um, that I've learned is is seasons. Man, I no one ever talked to me about seasons when I was when I was just younger. You know, I just. Mm -hmm. It was just everything was just you know it, it's almost like a dodge you felt like daily it was daily dodgeball you know like yeah. trying to avoid like you know avoid the avoid the stuff and it, and and so I I think that one of the things that would help will help us is is we stop asking why and start asking what mm. man I, I I have been at the tables of big time ministries and people and this and that my life has just been full. Of divine connections and associations, but it wasn't until I started asking the Father, "What are you doing?" instead of "What are you doing in this moment?" that it really opened up my eyes and my understanding to for it to be a learning moment. Mm. So the challenge 
the frustrations, the trying of my faith. You know, James chapter 1 again, referring yeah. to the count it all joy, the trying of your faith. Well, man, I, I remember getting stuck there. Like, count it means actually count all joy means calm delight. Calm, count it calm delight. What I'm being tried, or the strain, the struggle, yeah. and but but if we don't, we stay right there. Then we we live in the 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 why factor. Like why does it happen to me? We look around, we get jealous, we our focus gets broken, as opposed to what is he saying? Well, allows me to go wait. I, what is happening? What are you doing? Allows me to step out of the boat to get my mouth full of water, yeah. to get soaking wet, to have him put his arm around me. We walk back to the boat. Well, everyone yeah. else is saying, "Look at you! Don't you feel stupid? You're soaking wet." But 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 you know, I had an encounter yeah. with the living presence of God, with Jesus. I obeyed Him, and I made, my focus got broken. But I learned something. So if everything can be a learning moment for us, then then by 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 His grace and by the wisdom of God, then we're we. Failure is not permanent unless we don't learn from it. That's good. And so, I, you know, that's what I'm learning. It's like the the word of the Lord. I trust you. Yeah. It, it, it's 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 necessary. It's important. Yeah, that's good. What are some, I guess, the best advice you can give to, um, I guess, future church planners as you've been doing this? I have been preparing for a long time for this and. And have been, you know, serving and sewing and, you know, doing everything for Legacy Church. I wish that I had taken the time to. I have a really good memory, mm -hmm. and but the Lord has to bring to mind moments, learning moments, opportunities in my life where I, there was a word uh, from that He used someone to speak to me, or a, a moment where I was away praying and He dropped it in my spirit. I wish I would have spent. I would have had the discipline of writing some of those things down. Mm -hmm. I traveled for fourteen months and I did a journal for every day. It's just crazy. Opened up and it's yeah. like the things. But I think that one of the things that's really Im Im important as associations and relationships, you have to have people who believe in you, and it's it's in in who are cheering you on. Yeah. Uh, who have who, but also they have to have. I believe in the relationships that there needs to be accountability and transparency, so that when in the in the event that you decide, in uh, transparency and, and accountability, it doesn't mean when you're doing something wrong. Yeah, it literally means when because just because something doesn't something's not going well doesn't mean there's something wrong. It just means there's something not right. Yeah. And if we will have the relationships where we're able to be transparent, go, you know what? This is what scares me. This is what I'm afraid of. Mm. This, I, what can someone help me understand the kingdom value of success, and, and and how it impacts other people? So I would say there are plenty of relationships and friendships I had that really um, provoked me, inspired me, uh, encouraged me to lean into the purpose of God. Mm -hmm. To to uh, and that's I think what kept me. Also, too, there's nothing else. Uh, I would say don't be afraid to, um, I don't want to say be alone, but I mean, I guess be alone, mm. where you're actually taking the time to hear from heaven. Yeah. Because what ends up happening is, again, you've heard me say aha versus the amen, or even sometimes the oh my, like what the heck. Yeah. We, when we're hearing it, begins confirmation, we're moving, we're walking, we're walking by faith, and, and we're stepping out in faith. And planting a church is not... Um, a planting a church cannot be a result because someone refuses to do it your way. 
it's got to be a word from heaven. Yeah. It's because good. you're talking about being entrusted with people's lives. Now, it's not it's not a talent search. Talent search. It's not yeah. a popularity contest. Oh, that's good. It's like, can you, are you willing to invite people to join you in the great adventure of having your funeral every day? Hmm. I, I'm convinced of it. It's, it's this isn't just you know oh, I'm just being humble. I'm saying, dude, were you? Recognize it's, it's no longer me that lives, but Christ that lives in me. Oh, the life I now live. Yeah. Oh, and I and I just this last caveat for maybe some of people are thinking about planting churches. I'll tell you what's been amazing. My wife is a champion. It's not that she's bearing the word of the Lord on my life. It's yeah. literally she's heard a word for her life as well. And my children, my children are like, okay, great, can't wait till I'm out of the house. There's a sense of of kingdom alignment as a family it's where because I know people man they, they're going to step out they're going to plant a church they're going to do it and they're like yeah well when my wife comes along or my kids it's like dude here's a million dollar statement for you if your wife is not in agreement or your husband is not in agreement with the move then you would do well to wait until they are yeah or take it to the Lord because otherwise, the only thing you're doing is setting yourself up for. You might have the anointing to get there, but you'll lack the character mm -hmm. and the partnership to stay. Yeah, that's good. I think I think it's just going back to what you were saying earlier about seasons. Mm -hmm. You know, just knowing the season, recognizing the season, and and just walking in that. And I remember um, when I was in Reading this past summer at Bethel, the thing that they were trumpeting the most I felt like that weekend was you can't separate revival from family. Mm. You know, family and revival are, are hand in hand. Mm -hmm. So, That's good. And now, I guess one more question before we move on to the next topic would be, uh, you talked about relationships. As someone who's, you know, busy, you know, your schedule, you're, you're all over the place, you have a family, you have kids, you know, how do you, you know, maintain those friendships and relationships? You know, like what are some keys that, you know, maybe people who, are starting to develop those covenant relationships and friendships and mentoring relationships. What have, what has been some of the keys in your life on top of your busy schedule? I think the key for me relationally is, and this might sound like goofy, but I don't call anyone. I just call those times where I'll literally call people. You know, I've called you out of the blue. Like, yeah. what's it doing? I just, I'm like, Sam Juan, all right, I'm calling Sam Juan. I'm gonna, on, on the drive. And, but I think the key for me, relationally, for the peers and the people who speak into my life, mm -hmm. I, um, there is, um, I, I like what Bill Johnson has said, is like if a person, unless a person has, if they're not walking in victory yeah. in, a, in, a, in a present manner, then they really don't qualify to speak into your life. So if I need, you know, uh, um, you know, man, I'm struggling with, with faith and I'm not going to, so someone who's struggling with faith also probably shouldn't be speaking to my life yeah. in ministry. So I would say, and that's not usury of relationships. I think that the relationships that I have and the friendships I have, they add value to me. Mm -hmm. They don't drain me. When the phone rings, they call me. And my level, my perspective about love and loyalty is this. Friendships are powerful. Jonathan and David had a friendship, powerful friendship that we see in the scripture. And everyone talks about Saul throwing javelins at David, but you know Saul, Jonathan, even felt even a harsher treatment because his dad threw a javelin at him. Mm. So I think that it's not like-minded in like-minded in attack, but I think in like-mindedness in perspective. That when it all is said and done, the only thing that matters is our love, our relationship, and honoring God. Mm. That's I think is the baseline for true relationships and making time. 
we make time for whatever's important to us. Yeah. We do. We can some people say whatever. It's like, oh yeah, I'm so busy. And then you look at their Facebook page and they posted 15 things. Like, really? <laughs> like what what I I think we it's it's a prior relationships have to be a priority. Mm. Uh and and the honesty. Uh you know, I I've got, you know, friends that have with 25, 30 years. I mean, mm. you know, just um I've traveled, uh, you know, Daniel Park, great friend. I mean, hey, man, we've traveled. I just looked. I think we've traveled almost a million miles together so far wow. on the plane. Yeah. This is, yeah, I mean, we've been to 24 nations together. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. That's, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I just know that from just seeing your life. I, m- I remember coming to the inauguration Sunday here mm-hmm. for Legacy Church and just seeing all those supporters and friends flying mm-hmm. and coming and supporting you, praying for you guys, giving you words. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I mean I'm mean, i blessed because you live out what you talk mm-hmm. about. So, um, and, and changing gears a little bit here, sure. um, I mean, with Pursue, the, min- the ministry here, our... our vision is simply revival or bust. I mean, we're not settling for anything less than a revival, mm-hmm. that God would come and do what He says He would do, and seeing an outpouring, seeing people get saved, people get healed, families mm-hmm. restored, homes restored. Um, so how, how would you define revival? Huh. Revival, I think, is... Um, as I, I as I consider revivalist, I, I think it's it's the word transformation. Mm. To, it, it, it's 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 not it's it's not like um, it's like when you um, you know I've, I've done bungee jump before. I've stepped I've jumped off a bridge two hundred sixty five feet and it overlooks water and there's a rock. You know, it's kind of I suppose it's kind of freak you out. <laughs> I think revival is the step that you take off the side mm. and the reality is this is that it's you're all in mm. it doesn't happen it doesn't halfway so it's not 70 percent it's not it's all in and um in order for that to happen there's got to be an all-in vision that is beyond me that's good I, I don't think that there's any if, if i'm not willing to live my life with a legacy and destiny or a dynasty perspective then then I'm I'm then I'm just I'm I'm shopping I'm a spectator mm. uh, that's that's what I, I think I think my revival it's like it is it is sacrificed it is uh, glorious it is challenging <laughs> it is painful it is lonely it is all those things that yeah. the uh, the process of getting to the place where we simply do what we've seen the Father do, and when people are looking for Jesus, that like Jesus, looking for the Father, Jesus, like Jesus said, He says, "If you, says if you, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father." Yeah. That if that doesn't happen any any other way except I think by carrying the cross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Mouthful of splinters. Yeah, no, that's good. I feel like what you're saying definitely resonates. Where it's all encompassing. It's all of you that. If, if there's no such thing as a crossless revival, mm. you know, that's what I'm thinking mm-hmm. as you're talking is, you know, you can't have a revival without the cross, mm. you know, you can't have resurrection without dying either. Mm-hmm. So, no, that's awesome. Um, and as we wrap up our time here together, um, you know, how can we be praying for you and Legacy Church and your family in this season? 
Mm. I think one of the things that I've been hearing, and uh, just what the word word has been for us, is that um, clarity. You know, um, like never before, I'm the uh, I recognize that the level of inflow is to to the degree of inflow that happens by the by the relationship, the grace of God, all those things that happen will determine the outflow. And so I think for us, it is a, a church that we would be keenly aware of what Pop was doing. Mm-hmm. Just, it, it just where we're, it, I mean, the church is growing, things are happening, but where there would be a, a prayer movement, the undertow of the house would be prayer. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I just, because I, everything else for me is like what he speaks in a, to us in a secret place. Yeah. You know, it, it, that's where it's at. And, and that's where, I, that's where we learn how we're how to live. And so I would say that there would be a insatiable hunger for the presence of God in prayer, mm-hmm. that uh, the people of God would be moved and that we would be a, 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 a people who know how to love well. Yeah. Um, I believe if you know how to love well, you'll honor well. Mm-hmm. And so that's where we are, what we're after, where we would learn how to be good sons, faithful sons. Um, you know, just the Lord spoke to me about 20, that the Ephesians 3, 15 through 21 is the theme for, for the church in 2015. And that's living powerfully. Yeah. And the Lord spoke to me, um, that he's going to stir in the hearts of people fidelity. And the word fidelity literally means to be, to being loyal and to being, uh, to, to being committed. Mm. So that's what we're, that's what we're, I'm just leaning into. Yeah. Lord, powerful people who are committed to the cause of the kingdom. So that just you pray. Hey. And we'll, we'll definitely be partnering with you in prayer and, <laughs> Thank that you. and pressing into yes. that. And, and one last question. Um, it's a question that I've been asking everyone I interview. It's just, um, you know, how do you best connect to the Father, you know, in this season? Just so that the le- listeners can listen and, and, and be encouraged and, and yeah, things like I, that. I can tell you, um, my life is I have really uh, sought to understand like um, what sonship looks like has mm. been the catalyst to my pursuit, to my rest in God. You know, back in the day, and I'm saying back in the day, probably five years ago, mm-hmm. um, for me, there was a time when I really, I was working hard for God, working hard, 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 but I yeah. wasn't moving from a place of rest. It wasn't, you know, it, it, I, I was living under the indictment like the disciples were in the boat and, and the storm's coming. And they're like, how's Jesus resting in the boat? It's like, it was like an indictment of irresponsibility, a lack of mm-hmm. care. A lack, it, it, and because Jesus was resting in the secret place. Yeah. He knew. And so he, he, he was above this, living above the storm. And so I, I, I think the secret to like how connecting with the Father is, is, is learning how to trust Him. John 15, again, you'll hear where He... He's, he prunes us, he shapes us, yeah. he, he does those things and we, we rest uh, in the goodness of God and learning how to trust him. So I, I just say, I just go, Father, it's all yours. I don't know what I'm doing. People, you know, people, how's it going? I don't know, but I trust God. Yeah. <laughs> That's been my answer too. <laughs> yeah, so I just, that could be, you know, if I could give, one of the secrets for me has been, a secret to my secret place has been where I do more listening than talking. Mm. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Pastor, for your time this afternoon, hanging out with us. It's been fun. 
And thank you to all those who are checking us out. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for more podcasts coming your way. Thank you for listening to PursuitCast. For more information on the ministry of Pursuit NYC, please visit us on the web at www.pursuitnyc.org. Revival or bust.